0: top of the Rockies. It's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn.
1: Welcome to Hour 3, Backbone Radio, January 14th, 2024, in one whale of a cold snap here in Colorado and elsewhere, including Iowa, which happens tomorrow. And I've been saying Trump just way up ahead, record-setting leads in the polls from the Des Moines Register polling data. And uh, but it's going to be cold, so people have to find a way to get there, get out and get it done. And I say that's advantage Trump, but they're going to try to pull stunts of getting like Democrats to vote, crossover Democrats to vote for for Nicky and DeSantis. And DeSantis got his participation trophy. We played that in the last hour. But uh, I wanted to I was just doing my layering guide and I had a bunch of text to studio come flying in about that and uh one guy uh Dave said that yeah buddy I worked in Utah in the early nineties and rode my bike to work with wind chill of riding and how cold it was. I did one commute at minus sixty five degrees burr and I was like, Oh Dave, you are the man. Now that's that's manly. That that that's well done brother Dave big salute from backbone country where we we like the cold weather. We like it cold and brutal and um I just pointed out that you can layer. You can find ways to accommodate just gigantic variations in uh in weather. You know, all this global warming. <laughs> you you can you can stay warm with the proper layering. Which I just described, and that's like one of my one of my things. And yeah, yeah, and I'm big into wool. But if you need the waterproof, the Gore-Tex, there's different kinds of Gore-Tex. But that's the stuff that keeps it from getting inside. And you also have to know that when you when you're moving, like say you're out running in the cold or biking in the cold, that you will heat up quickly. Or skiing in the cold, you will heat up quickly, and you need to be able to off layer. But then when you stop and you slow down. Man, I mean, you're going to get cold so fast, so you've got to be able to relayer up really quickly. And that's where having like a little backpack, you can put your layers in your backpack, comes in extremely handy. And by the way, vests. I've discovered vests over the last couple of years. I always thought vests were kind of lame. You know, and everybody out there has their obligatory Patagonia vest on. Just for the record, I'm anti-Patagonia. Nope. Nope, no Patagonia. And I, I do prefer... I will just say I prefer a lot of the Norwegian brands where they have the Norwegian sheep and they have those those sheep wool fibers they're used to living up in the Arctic Circle. They're like really warm. And wool can get wet, right? And it doesn't get cold when wool gets wet. It loses its warmth um, abilities. It, it maintains its warmth ability to keep you warm even when wool gets wet. We should rather not let it get wet, okay, if you can avoid that. And that's where the Gore-Tex comes in. But just cover your exposed skin. You can get hats and face masks and the rest of it. And there's a few face masks you can get that are like for the polar explorers. And they will just cover your entire face, man. And so you got nothing exposed. And you can get in there and cast your vote and put America first. And, uh, yeah, don't, don't share this information, if you would, with the America last crowd, the rhino crowd. And they're the kind of people you wouldn't see out in 65 below weather, you know, Commuting on their bikes, I mean, the, the rhinos aren't built that way, no, but that that's how America firsters are built. you know, if I may strut around a little bit on that, yeah <clears throat> so I want to get into this uh, and I, I think I think that's pretty clear. you know most people listening are like, yeah, this is like kind of the basic information about layering we've figured out from our our lives living here in Colorado and skiers and runners and bikers and outdoor enthusiasts which we have so many that tune in here. It's part of why we're in Colorado. In spite of our blue stateness, man, is it a great state. The left is trying to destroy this place as fast as they can. Isn't it amazing? They're always making excuses for how bad it's getting here, and they would never occur to them to like think about uh, maybe voting for somebody different. But maybe they will get around to it. And I say Trump has Trump's in play in Colorado. I think it's so bad. It's so bad. And Biden is so bad. I think Trump's in play in Colorado, which is why they're trying to get him off the damn ballot here. Pathetic, fascist, Nazi, Stalinist types. That's how I feel about that Soros effort. Not a serious effort. We'll see what the Supreme Court does on that. And um, yeah, do I feel sure about the Supreme Court? No, I would say not totally. We'll see what those guys do. But it's not that hard to apply maximum pressure and blackmail and the rest of it upon the Supreme Court justices. But off to the deep state concept in a minute, but wanted to work this in about Frank Luntz. Good old Frank. Who likes Frank Luntz? Rhino extraordinaire, former roommate of Rhino Speaker McCarthy. And Luntz, I've met him a time or two. He's come out to speak here and a few events I've been there and chatted with him. And I, I, I always didn't... I never felt like... This is even back in the Bush era. I didn't like what he had to say. I thought I thought he was kinda of full of it. Horse hockey. Full of it, that guy. And boy has he ever shown his true colors, okay? And he is really not supporting Trump. Yeah, he's he's all about the America lasters and the rest of it. Um but he does think Trump's gonna win. He thinks Trump is going to win in twenty twenty four. And he's having a big sad about this. And somebody just put a microphone in front of him and interviewed him, his thoughts. And there's Luntz at a Nikki Haley event in Iowa the other day. And he got loomered. Laura Loomer showed up and, you know, gave him a little what for. Laura Loomer, man, as Trump says, you want her on your side. But uh, let's hear Frank Luntz tell it about, oh, Trump's going to win. If you had to bet $150,000 on who's going to win in November, who would you bet on I never dreamed that I would say this. But I would bet on Trump. I never... I thought it was done. I thought it was over. You don't come back from an impeachment. You don't come back from January 6th. You don't come back from any of this. But he's come back. The guy's a survivor. And his opponent... He's having so much trouble that I would, at this point, give the edge to Trump. Yeah, so Luntz says, yeah, Trump's a survivor. Trump's got one heck of a comeback brewing here. And I've said it's the greatest political comeback in American history. But, you see, Luntz confuses himself. He says, oh, I didn't think you could overcome an impeachment. Actually, two impeachments. But see, the thing is, is that in Luntz's world, they think that all these, uh, you know, establishment hoaxes, ruling class hoaxes, that all this hot air and all their stunts that they pull are actually real. Luntz thinks that stuff is real. That's 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 the air he breathes. That's the world he lives in. He thinks that stuff is real. And um, I mean, he does not have his pulse, his finger on the pulse of the American people who are seeing their country dying, being destroyed, actively, willfully, maliciously destroyed by the people in power, and he doesn't quite understand the true opinions that Republican voters have for the Rhino sellouts who are aiding and abetting the de- demise of this country. And so he, he thinks all that stuff's real, like impeachments are real. That, that Those things were all nonsense, stunt, hoaxes, okay? And... You know, go J6. That's all that's worth is mockery at this point, and the little slap on the wrist that Ray Epps got last week. Oh, my gosh. You know, all that stuff is phony. People don't trust the media, they don't like the trajectory of this country. Biden has been a complete and total disaster, as Luntz did point out. And again, Luntz has done everything in his power to essentially try to help someone like Biden get into office. And so I think, you know, this rhino class, and he's all about the focus groups and talking to people and trying to manipulate people's minds and opinions. Um, <clears throat> they've fallen really, really far, these people have. I mean, they used to have the glory days, the salad days, like with the neoconservatives back around the Bush era. It was war, war, war. Let's go invade here. Let's go invade there. Let's fork over more billions and billions to the military industrial complex and... They just blow it every single time. This Ukraine thing is a disaster. In the Middle East, we've got the war there. Now it's like Yemen. Yeah. These people in power are colossally incompetent. And like I said, freak jobs. But they've got a lot of stunts to pull. And they got to be defeated in those. And let's talk about those when we come back. It's Backbone Radio. Matt Dunn. On your radio,
0: smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710. KNUS
2: Did you ever want it? Did you want it back? Oh, my, tell me apart. Did you ever fight
1: it? There's that little song called Cold, Cold Heart." What's his name? Michael Ikenawa. Let me reference his name. Michael Kiwanuka. That's the guy. We're playing the cold music tonight because we're in the cold here. <laughs> and uh, Dave, who did the 65 below degree, degrees below zero commute in Utah on his bike, got back and said... Um, some uh, fitness guy named Gary Brecka says getting older people to stop challenging themselves and aggressively pursue comfort is causing a quick decline. We've got to aggressively pursue discomfort in some ways. You ever follow the Iceman guy from up in the Netherlands, the guy who dunks himself in the cold water, <laughs> does all the breathing? Um, what's that guy's name? Anyway, we call him the Iceman. I read a few of his books a few years ago. I decided I'm not going to be a cold showers guy. Some people get into the cold showers thing. It's supposed to help your immune system. But uh I'm not I'm not that insane. That dude's insane, the things he does. At any rate. And he's got a little bit more insulation. I'm i st- I'm a little too lean and mean to be doing that yet, but I'm working up to it. I'm trying to trying to put on some insulation. But uh anyway. The deep state thing. Just gonna work this in, then off to the phone lines. Be right to everybody. Got a few people from Wyoming checking in here. Um, NBC comes out and says this today. They've got a big, long story. The deep state is real, folks. But NBC, here's the the lead to their tweet on it. "Quote, A network of public interest groups and lawmakers nervous about former President Trump's potential to return to power is quietly devising plans to foil any effort on his part to pressure the U.S. military to carry out his political agenda, end quote. And this is an article you should read. And uh, yes, I proclaim myself an expert on the deep state. I'm the first guy on radio to mention the deep state, and this is like a decade ago. I've been talking about deep state this, deep state that. Now it's on the tip of everybody's tongue. People used to call up and say, "What? what, are you, what is this deep state? What, what, what is that? What is that? And uh, anyway, I was onto it first. Damn right I was you got to understand it to understand politics. And it takes a little bit of a, yes, a high IQ to understand what the deep state is. And there's too many folks out there, commentators, who don't have the IQ to grasp what the hell the deep state is. They're just, they, they should go do something else. If you don't, this is the key issue that is facing this country right now and threatening the American way of life, threatening our republic, our democracy, okay? But NBC News... See, they're admitting there is such a thing as a deep state. And why would they ever do that? You're supposed to say, no, 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 there's no such thing as a deep state. What do you mean? What do you mean? There is no deep state. But when they come out and admit there is a deep state, like NBC News does in this big story today by Peter Nicholas, Catherine Doyle, Megan Libowitz, and Courtney Cube, that's how you know the deep state is scared. They are afraid. And there's a lot of deep staters out there who are like getting real worried about Donald Trump showing up and restoring integrity and order to this country and overcoming the illicit, undemocratic, evil power of the deep state in this country. And they're getting worried. So they have to actually come forward and use deep state media NBC to do it, to try to buck up their spirits and say, hey, don't worry, don't worry. There is a deep state. We've got a plan. Don't worry out there. Don't panic. Do not panic. We've got a plan. And what is their evil plan? What is their evil scheme? And it's been nothing but deep state hoaxes going back since the time of the escalator, as we all know. And I've reviewed every single damn one of them going back these last nine years. But uh, the the story leads. Donald Trump is sparking fears among those who understand the inner workings of the Pentagon, that he would convert the nonpartisan U.S. military into the muscular arm of his political agenda as he makes comments about dictatorship and devalues the checks and balances that underpin the nation's two-century-old democracy. And the story goes on to worry that, oh, no, Trump's going to surround himself with loyalists, as opposed to, like, you're supposed to surround yourself with disloyalists. Like, that's what Barack Obama did, right, with his, his wingman, AG, Holder. Yeah, see, you got to have disloyalists, uh, is what the media and deep state says about Trump. But the key name you have to take away from this is actually Mary McCord goes on record. Sundance Conservatory has been talking about Mary McCord is at the epicenter of every deep state hoax and attempt to undermine Trump going back to the escalator. Mary McCord, currently executive director of the Institution for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection at Georgetown Law. Study this name, Mary McCord, and she is uh, she is formerly and I've got this here. Formerly acting assistant attorney general for national security from October 2016 to May 2017. So uh, she spent a little time in the Trump administration. Now, there is a devious, devious deep stater there, Mary McCord. Look up that name. Keep that name in your mind. Dig into it. Read the treehouse on this. Anyway, and she's actually quoted in this NBC article, quote, we're already starting to put together a team to think through the most damaging types of things that Trump might do so that we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to. So they're making their plan, you deep staters with trillions at stake and all of your illicit schemes and Trump knowing where the bodies are buried and all. And so Molly Hemingway says this, NBC reports the left is plotting ways to have military not be under civilian control. This dangerous and unconstitutional usurpation of power is being framed by NBC as good, because it will undermine Trump if he is freely and fairly elected by Americans. Sean Davis at The Federalist says this, whenever Democrats accuse Trump of doing something, it's a guarantee that Democrats are planning to do that very thing against Trump, which means Democrats are preparing to use the military to steal the 2024 election and prevent their opponents from lawfully taking power. Now, you have to understand a few things here. All this accusation, all this meme out there from the left that Trump's going to be a dictator. Obviously, it's pathetic. It's a stupid hoax. But the reason behind that is, is that they're going to frame it that, oh, no, Trump got elected. He's going to be a dictator. So the military has to step in and stop him from doing dictator things. When, of course, we all know Biden has been doing dictator things and the raid on Mar-a-Lago and arresting Trump and mugshotting Trump and the rest of the deal. Um, This is and Trump. They they're trying to frame him as the dictator and that they're gonna get the deep staters in the military to try to stop anything approaching like, oh, the people voted for this guy, but we have to stop him anyway because it's their democracy, right? So it's starting to get, you know, kind of serious on that. These people need to be defeated. The deep state is not all powerful as Vivek wants to say, so vote for Vivek, did that in the in the last hour. But that's the whole point here and I do think that they are itching for, for for ways to try to stop the 2024 election from happening with Trump cruising the victory. Trump wins right now. This thing happens right now. Could they do a Zelensky like in Ukraine, pull a plug, say, oh, there's going to be no election? Could they find some way to do martial law? That's the thing. Keep your eye on that. Could there be some martial law inst- instituted in this country where yeah, the deep staters that you know have some control over the military? They can, uh, you know, essentially conduct a coup against Donald Trump. That's what they are preparing, and I'm seeing some very trusted voices out there saying exactly that, ladies and gentlemen. keep your eye on this, and for them to come out and admit, NBC admits that they exist. They exist. Yeah. When they do that, you know that they they see it coming. They see this train coming. And they have got to get a hold of their fears somehow. They have to spread the word that they're making a plan, that they're going to stop him. Remember that, you know, back in the day? Who was that FBI agent? Uh, Eric would know who said, oh, no, we've got a plan to stop Trump back in the FBI, you know, back in the day um, for the 2016 election. All that came out with the with the Durham stuff. Right. Uh huh. And uh, so all kinds of stunts ahead. But they've lost the country, they're unloved, and they know it. They've made a hash of the place with Joe Biden, who is just flat-out hopeless. They can pull some stunt in Chicago, get Michelle Obama or Michael Obama or whoever to try to run, but I I don't think they see that working either. And I think they see their lawfare stunts are fading out. They're not going to get anywhere with this 14th Amendment ploy from Soros. So... Just know these are the stakes, and I'll, I'll leave it there. And if you're on the phone lines, hang on. Be right back.
0: Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710KNUS.com.
1: Got some Weezer, little tune called Lost in the Woods, talking about the weather, and in my opinion, channeling Dante's Inferno. You ever read Dante's Inferno, the opening lines, and I'm paraphrasing, don't have it here before me, that the lead character, Dante's character, finds himself at the midpoint of life and lost in a wood doesn't know which way to go, doesn't know what to do. And in the next few volumes of Dante's magnum opus, he kind of figures out his way. Any of y'all ever been there? Ever been lost in a wood? you got to find your way through. And Dante, none better than to be a tour guide there. Beatrice, the tour guide of Dante through the underworld. And I do have, uh, I think, and this is this is like TMI, but I have like seven or eight different translations of of the Dante. Whenever I see one, I'll snap it up. And I'll someday say which one is my favorite of them. There are some bad ones, some clunkers out there. There's a few good ones out there. Mandelbaum is a very good one, if I may just put that name out. By the way, the name Peter Strzok, he's the FBI guy who said, oh, don't worry, we've got the plan to stop Trump. He was telling his... His lover, Lisa Page. Man, all that deep state corruption. is such an incestuous, freakish world they live in, and they're lording it over us. Text the studio, Matt, this is more than an election. This is a serious movement to get our country back from the communists in Washington now. MAGA. And that's Dawn from Centennial. Thank you for sending that in. Oh, yes, this is for all the marbles, folks. You want to live in a gulag or not? That's the choice. You want the gulag or no gulag? Yeah. And they're actually talking about a military coup against Trump if he wins. In, quote, our democracy, more on this later, but it just tells you how nervous they are, how corrupt they are. See, they've gone beyond that point of corruption. There's beyond the point of no return. Like the Kansas song, point of no return, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, This aggression will not stand, man. No, we can't let that. Do we have it? Do we have it? We don't have it. We don't have Lebowski. No worries. Well, let's start saying hellos, and we're going to have to move. But, Nancy, thanks for hanging on. Nancy, any thoughts from you this evening?
2: Well, you were talking about a deep state, and I uh, am now reading government gangsters by cash patel
1: oh yeah cash it was all over
2: oh Devin nunez and
1: cash patel they know something about yeah. the deep state
2: they uh Devin nunez uh hired cash to investigate uh benghazi and uh, hillary's um uh, antics before the election
1: oh yeah yeah and he's great to listen to, Cash Patel. He goes on with Bannon quite a bit and elsewhere. People need to listen to that guy.
2: I have not heard him on the radio, but he sure is writing a good book.
1: That's right. And when NBC comes out and says, oh, the deep state exists after all their years of denial. Yeah. You know that uh, they're feeling it back there.
2: Well, and the, and the deep state, the, the, the roadblocks. They put up to keep that information.
1: Yeah, in- they they control the secrets. They've got yeah. access to all the intel, all the eavesdropping, all the surveillance. And make no mistake about it, they use that stuff.
2: Oh man, I guess they do. Yep. Well, it's awfully good to talk to you. I haven't uh, haven't talked in. Quite a long time to
1: you. Well, Nancy, it is great and wonderful to hear your voice, and um, and yes, and I do have the new dental practice that I've mentioned a time or two, and I believe we chatted yeah. over that a while back, but that's easily downable or you can ask Blake about that. But I just, Nancy, I send you the best. You sound wonderful, and I hope you're staying warm. You staying warm? I am. Okay.
2: I am stay- I'm staying in.
1: Okay. <laughs> and you still have to do the layers even when you're in. So That's true. That's, yes, it true. is. Well, Nancy, yeah. you are on top of it, sharp as a tack. And thank you for checking in. All the best from us for 2024. Keep it up with Cash oh, Patel. Great. Oh, you bet. Thank you, Nancy. And let's say hey to Wyatt in Wyoming. Wyatt, glad you're here. Welcome aboard.
3: Good evening, Matt. Hey, I just wanted to—you uh, guys were talking whether Polis had a mother or not. Um,
1: well, Blue he Mountain, does have a mother, but uh, I just don't know if she like dyes well, her hair all that. Or, I don't know anything about her.
3: Well, they—she uh, does Blue Mountain uh, cards, and that's where uh, uh, Jared got all his money. But I was wondering, as cold-hearted a snake, do they have? As he is, do they have mothers?
1: Um Oh no, yeah, Everybody has a mother who thinks that their children are wonderful, even when you know their their political acumen is questionable. so
3: you're, you're so you're so eloquent and eloquent in your uh, verbiage. Hey, the second thing that I wanted to say is that uh, uh, Big Mike will probably come out of the basement, Obama's basement, and they'll put him her in the in the running at the last minute. Don't you think?
1: Yeah, I don't think it'll work. I think that they're going to have to do something to change the status quo. They're going to do probably several things, and that might be one of them. And that's why the media is letting it out that Biden's approvals are like record-setting lows, like one of the worst ever for an incumbent president. And uh, and once he gets in a hole, see, he, he doesn't have the skill, talent, ability to dig out. So they've got to do something. And I figure something is going to happen in Chicago in August
3: very good, very true uh next thing we're we're falling into their narrative of calling this a democracy. It is a representative republic based on democratic principles. oh, I agree, uh,
1: and when I say the word democracy, I'm doing it tongue in cheek with quotes around it to reference very, what they always talk about, just so you know
3: okay, very yes, good
1: yes exactly
3: final, yes, sir. Final, Uh, The Colorado um, uh, County Clerks Association, their board of directors sent out an open letter um, calling all election deniers as uh, liars, uh, uh, just degrading anybody that would question the uh, 2020 elections. And I found it interesting that one of the board of directors guy by the name of Matt Crane out of uh, Colorado oh yeah, oh, yeah. claims to be a Republican yet his wife worked for Dominion and Sequoia and uh, they she was actually on the uh, uh, forms that uh, with Eric yep. Coomer
1: yep for the and we're so full I better move on but I'll just say this Wyatt is that we're under a lot of pressure to be good boys and girls and support the regime. You got to support the regime you've got to be good, Wyatt, and I too well, we've got to be good we've got to really support this regime we've got to believe in that eighty one million and if you don't you're a you're a bad person, Wyatt and host Dunn if you don't if you don't buy the eighty one million you're bad and you're not supporting the regime, and that's not acceptable in this gulag we live in Wyatt you can't do that you're not allowed to do that you're not permitted to do that you cannot look beyond the walls of the gulag Wyatt and so Let's vow to be better people, Wyatt. What do you say?
3: Well, Matt, you know, I uh, I took an oath to the Constitution a number of years ago, and I never saw that it had an expiration date.
1: Yeah, and, I hear you, brother. I hear you. And I know what you're saying, and I'd keep going if I could, but uh, I hear you, Wyatt, loud and clear, just so you know. And thank you for checking in from Wyoming. What town?
3: Uh, we're just just across the border.
1: Okay. Yeah, so you're kind of a suburb of North Denver now. So, and glad you got yep. rid of Cheney, Wyatt. Well done. Let's keep in close touch, sir. All the best to you, Wyatt. Stay close, and uh, Jack. If I can hold you through a break here, we just have a little minute to chat. But uh, what's going on, sir Jack? Well, I just want to tell
4: you, if you don't believe there's a deep state, they're never going to believe there's a person named Courtney Cube.
1: Courtney Cube, and that's yeah, that no, it- would. Yeah, that's, that's just, uh, one of the authors of this NBC article, last name K-U-B-E.
4: Yeah. I just, I just thought I'd point to that. No, <laughs> uh, about the Supreme uh, uh, Court, I mean, there's really no way they can play with this, this Colorado case. I mean, they, they really don't have any wiggle room on it. It's, it's a loser for ten different reasons. But don't forget John Roberts that came out with that tortured decision on Obamacare, and that was absolutely... <laughs>
1: Roberts is who we got to worry about. But Jack, can you hold through a break? Can you hold one sec? We got more. Be right back. Backbone Radio
0: with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710, KNUS. Stand
2: by me. Stand by me. When the storms of life are raging. Stand by me Stand by me When the world is tossing me Like a ship upon the sea Thou who rulest wind and water Stand by me Stand by me in the midst of little Tennessee
1: Ernie Ford,
2: stand by me,
1: his version stand of Stand By Me. me. And Carly in, in Highlands Ranch, if you're out there, you gave us the suggestion to play a little Tennessee me, Ernie Ford. And Blake the man back there when the did his homework and snared some Tennessee Ernie. The 16-tons guy, this is the a cappella version, and yes, let's be praying for this country, and I will just say straightforwardly, pray for Donald Trump, his personal safety. Never has anybody been carrying more of a load on his own shoulders in a more dangerous position. Prayer, Prayer's nothing without action. You gotta act. You gotta do. You gotta make things happen. That's that's where the prayer helps you decide which way we act, which way we move, what we do. And in Iowa now, it's about getting out there and voting and crawling over that frozen glass to vote. America first. And yeah, Carly just checked in on the phone lines. Did she? Did she catch you? Okay, Carly. Thank you for that suggestion. Crying, oh, you got to love it. And, and here we are talking to Jack, who's in Evergreen tonight, not Wyoming. And yeah. the way you see it, uh, do, you, do you trust Justice <clears throat> Roberts on this deal, no. SCOTUS, February, February 8th? They looked this over?
4: No, it's it, the, the case is too uh, defective. I don't believe no matter what he does, he can massage that one like he did the Obamacare thing. But I, I, I think if he... I think he would if he could.
1: What if he's but controlled? Other... What if he's blackmailed? What if they apply infinite pressure upon him? What if they threaten to release stuff on him? I don't know, you know.
4: Yeah, has he been down to what, Epstein's Island?
1: Has <laughs> he been down there? Was his name on that list? I think, do I remember seeing it on the, the Epstein Island list years ago?
4: They. Uh, I don't know. I think I've heard that too, but, you know, everybody's name on that yeah, but I don't. I the thing I can't get over. They keep talking about Michelle Obama. You know, like she's really. They've got Michelle Obama running the running the uh, country right now. I mean, what's the difference? Her Obama, uh, or, or Biden? It's, it's all the same. It's just, it's all it's all the same cabal. I mean, I, I I can't imagine that that the 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 name Obama isn't so thoroughly toxic that that would be basically a joke.
1: Yeah, I don't see that working. I don't see I don't that either. working. But they're going to try to pull some stuff. But the Democrats don't have a bench. They can't find anybody. And Michelle – is it Mike or is it Michelle? I'm always trying to remember. Yeah. So, uh, what was but, it? Joan Rivers said Big Mike. But um, I think – but no, I think it's Michelle. But anyway, um, I, I don't see that really being a great thing for the Democrats. And so we can no sit right? back and wonder –
4: I don't think it'd be any different than the numbers that
1: uh, that Biden's
4: getting right now with an Obama. I think the Obamas have run their
1: course. Right. It would at least give them something different the, than the talk about the, the albatross of Biden and his terrible foreign policy, domestic policy, economy, the rest of it, you know. And boy, and other, they're begging for it.
4: And you're starting to hear other people talk like I talked two years ago. You know, the, the, you really don't have a Republican Party. What you got is you got the Trump Party and you got the Communist Party. It's it, The choice is between
1: one or the other. Well, that's and the voters pretty... are with Trump by overwhelming margins, yeah. but the money is on the other side. It's too bad all the billionaires are sellouts to the United States of America. Isn't it too bad? There's one billionaire who's on the side of this country, the Constitution, the people. Yeah. And uh, that's the guy who I want well, to see win tomorrow.
4: They spent too many... Too many college professors have been teaching that there is no constitution. I mean, that's been going on for too long. Yeah, you know, teaching hatred, that. hating the country. They, yeah, they got rid of that 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 president up there at Harvard. You know, John Harvard must be turning over in his grave oh. to see what's going on with his university. And that's a it's it's not the oldest uh, law school. Uh, uh, William and Mary is the oldest one in the country, but it's the second oldest.
1: So yep, and they sure have become an embarrassment. And speaking of something. that, speaking of that, there's these big protests outside of the White House that are way more dramatic than oh, sure. J6 by far. Here's the sound of one and uh, the pro-Palestinian protests at the White House. And you watch these things. They're throwing stuff. They're shaking the fences. J6ers have had, like, big old prison terms, solitary. For doing far less than this, what the leftists are doing at the White House, you can hear the audio under us. Isn't that amazing, Jack? Yeah. No, but that's just a protest. That's not an insurrection. Uh, yeah. Mostly peaceful. Alrighty. Jack, you are the man. All right, man. Let's keep in Good close touch, to sir. Yep, you stay groovy. You stay groovy. Who's going to be the vice president for Donald Trump? Could it be this guy? And you think about the people
4: who founded this nation and how courageous they are. You know, when you talk about courage, I think about Donald Trump, because here's a man who was already as famous as anybody could be, extraordinarily rich, had really nothing more to gain And yet he put all that on the line. And I remember about 30 years ago, he was doing an interview with Oprah. And she said, Donald, would you ever run for president? And he said, no, I wouldn't do that unless I thought the country was going off the cliff.
1: There you go. Dr. Ben Carson. If I had to guess, I do think he's going to be the VP Part of me prefers Tucker Carlson over Carson, but I sure like Dr. Ben Carson. I think he brings a lot to the table, ladies and gentlemen. And he's out there campaigning for Trump in Iowa. I said Trump wasn't going to run for the presidency unless he was convinced America was just going straight down the tubes. And boy, he did it. What do random Iowans think of Trump? Is
3: there ever a point in this cycle where you were Montage about here voting for somebody else, or were you always set on Trump? Just Trump. There's really nobody else. So I'm really setting on anything. Like I honestly just wouldn't want to vote for him. Um, like if he were to get out of this election, I wouldn't vote for anybody else.
2: Is there any other candidate
3: who you would consider? No. Why not? They. They can't get the job done that President Trump can get done because we have so much to clean up. We have so much to restore. And he holds the same values as we do. And isn't. And
1: there already, you go. That goes on for longer where they just, on MSNBC of all places, put microphones in front of random Iowans and say, who, do you, who would you vote for, anybody but Trump? Nope, Trump, only Trump, period, Trump, period. Got it? Just Trump? Don Jr. makes the case for his dad in Iowa.
3: Nonsense, their lies are artificially boosted by the same thing. So we're not in a fair fight. We can't pretend that we are. And again, and that's why it's going to take someone as strong as a Trump to actually change something. Someone who does have the guts to do something about it. Someone who could have gotten out of this three years ago said, hey, I did what I needed to do. I checked off another incredible accomplishment box. Let's just move on and have a good life. But. But he understands what's happening. It's why he got in this to begin with. Right. Promise you, he had it pretty good. I got, I got the piggyback off of some of that stuff. It was easy. It was, you know, it, it was, it was pretty good.
1: But now that we're in this, we're not going to stop because it's not what we do. We fight. It's not what we do. We fight. We pray, and we fight. Amen to that. Can I get an amen? What a great program. What a great bunch of phone calls. Thanks for the. Just dozens and dozens of Texas Studio Saddle Pals. Let's hang out again next Sunday. What do you say? I'm looking forward to it already. The voice made it. Thank you, Blake. Till then.